the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Crazy. This is Pastor Pierce in the Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome I'll be back to our radio broadcast as I pray is being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So, without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. It's called Pathways to Increase Intimacy with God. God strongly desires to have an intimate relationship with His children. Proof of that is, is that's one of the reasons why He sent Jesus to Calvary's tree to pay sins dead in full for you and me, to make that opportunity available to you and me. But unfortunately, although the opportunity is there, most Christians don't seem to care. They don't even seem to look to have and enjoy an intimate relationship with God. And if they do, they don't know how to. There are actually proven pathways that we can take to increase the intimacy of our relationship with God. Each and every one of us who are the children of God needs to know what those pathways are so that we can have and enjoy increased intimacy with God like He wants us to do. So that we can benefit even more than we already do from the relationship we have with the God who loves me and you. So, without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Pathways to Increase Intimacy with God. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. Turn with me to Luke chapter 6, please. Verse 12. And it came to pass in those days that he went out in, into a mountain to pray and continued all night in prayer to God continued all night to prayer in God. That word, that phrase continued all night right there means to sit up the whole night. Jesus went out at night to pray and stayed there all night and stayed there all night. That's the, that, he said the whole night. That means the entire night. That, he said the whole night. That means the entire night. But one of the things you need to notice is that after Jesus continued in prayer all night, there was things that he needed to do. Let's read on verse 13. And when it was day, that's after he prayed all night, he called unto them his disciples and of them he chose. So he had a bunch of disciples around him and he chose 12 whom he named apostles sent once. Simon, whom he also named Peter. And Andrew, his brother, James and John, Philip and Bartholomew, Matthew and Thomas, James, the son of Alphaeus, and Simon called Zelotes, and Judas, the brother of James, and Judas Iscariot, which also was the traitor. And now, now, now notice that he called these people apart in order to be able to uh, choose them to be the apostles. See, this is important to notice because after Jesus continued to pray all night, he made an important decision. He made an important decision. 
Many theologians believe that, that he knew that that decision needed to be made. Some theologians say they, they, he didn't know that that decision needed to be made, but he did what was necessary in order to be able to make the right decision. But whether we know it needs to be made or whether we don't know it needs to be made, there are many decisions that we need to make in life. There are many important decisions that we need to make in our life. Muy importante. Important decisions that need to be made. And many times we make them after a good night's sleep where we have entertained our flesh. And that which is sown of the flesh reaps corruption. But there's many times we need to stick around for a minute and go spend time with our father. Especially before a real big decision. And we ought to imitate Jesus and go apart to pray. That's what some of us need to do is before making an important decision, we need to sometimes pray all night. We need to pray all night. There was something else that Jesus did there too. It said, you notice also, that after Jesus continued praying all night, there was other things he needed to do too. What, what verse we leave off on? Let's go to 17. And he came down with them, that's the 12 that he chose, and stood in the plain. And a company of his disciples and a great multitude of people out of all Judea and Jerusalem and from the sea coast of Tyre and Sidon, which came to hear him and to be healed of his diseases. And they that were vexed with unclean spirits and they that were and they were healed and the whole multitude sought to touch him for there went virtue out of him and healed them all. And he lifted up his eyes on his disciples and said, blessed be ye poor, for yours is the kingdom of God. Of course, that's the beginning of the Sermon on the Mount. Praise God, which was his first recorded public message and stuff like that that was done to the people, which was a powerful thing that we're still living off of today. Which means not only did he go pray all night because there was important decisions to make as to who was going to be able to do what and who was not going to be able to do what, who he was going to choose and who he was going to not choose. Life changing decisions, life affecting decisions that would affect people forever. The decisions like that needed to be made. But also he knew that he had some work to do for the father and he needed the power to pull it off. He needed some work to do and he needed, there was some power. He needed the power to pull it off. And a lot of us got stuff that God wants to do with us, stuff that he wants to do to use us for, things that he wants to get us to be able to do. But in order for us to be able to step into the level of power, that when whole cities start coming to me and you, when whole cities start coming to me and you, when San Antonio start filling these walls, when San Antonio start filling these places, that before that happened, we got to learn to do something that Jesus did too. And that's we need to pray all night. In order to have the power necessary to be able to bust the devil up off of folk. In order to have the power necessary. In order to be able to get, get the devils out of folk alive. In order to have the power to be able to heal them all. Not some, not one or two. Them all. That when anybody comes at me and you, we got the stuff that's more than enough to be able to handle this. And this ain't no bluff. Is anybody hearing me up in here? But in order to be able to do that, we got to do some extraordinary things in order to do some extraordinary things. And one of the extraordinary things we're going to need to do is learn to pray all night. Look at your neighbor and say, get ready for some all night prayer. Mm -hmm. Look at your neighbor. Look at your neighbor on the other side and say, no, you get ready for some all night prayer, too. Mm -hmm. Now point to yourself, point to yourself and say, get ready for some all night prayer. 
because we got some stuff to do. We got decisions we need to make. That's about to change eternities. In our lives and other people's lives, in who's supposed to be used to do what, who's supposed to be sent where to do what, who's supposed to handle what, who's supposed to be in charge of what, who's supposed to be leading what, who's supposed to be involved in what, who's supposed to do what, 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 what. We got some decisions to make. And we ain't got time to be making them after fleshing out. We need to make them in the spirit. Soaked in the spirit, baptized in the spirit, tinged, dyed, and stained in the spirit, saturated in the spirit, from both shaka, both shaka, all night long. And don't go there with me, because you used to party all night long, back when your spirit wanted to do that, back before you got born again, your spirit wanted to be wrong all night long. And you sing about it, dance about it, and work out about it, praise God. And you'll be there all night long. You'll be at the club all night, at the house all night, at the house party all night. That's because your spirit wanted to do that at that time. Well, I got a newsflash for you. Your new spirit want to do something else. Your new spirit want to get in the presence of God. Your new spirit want to be there with God. And they want to do that all night long. But they need to get off of your, get past your flesh, which want to do wrong. Is anybody here? Because your flesh want to be a bad Christian. Bad Christian. And they don't want none of this. But the ones that's on the inside. I'm talking about the bona fide. I'm talking about the real life Christian. The ones that want to be about it, about it. The ones that be to handle business. We're ready to plug in, praise God. Hallelujah. Jesus has some stuff to be about. He has some stuff to do. He had some decisions to make that was going to affect everybody, including me and you. And he said, I need to pray. And I need to pray all night. Then I'm going to push that bed away today. I'm going to push that pillow away tonight. And I'm going to pray. Hallelujah. Many of, us need, many of us need to learn to give up a night or two. To continue in prayer, just like Jesus did. So that we can do the, do the important things that God has called us to do also. Turn to Psalms 55, please. Psalms number 55. He said, it's time to pray all night. The Lord been talking to me. Luke chapter 15, 55. Okay, I'm just seeing if you're making, paying attention. Praise God. Psalms number 55. We're going to go to stanza number 16. Psalms number 55, stanza number 16. It says, as for me, I will call upon God. And the Lord shall save me evening and morning and at noon. Will I pray and cry aloud and he shall hear my voice. See, saints are encouraged to pray at all times of day and night. We're encouraged to pray all times of day and night. We're encouraged to pray in the evening and the morning and at noon. He said, will he pray? Which which one came first? I see a lot of us think I'll do it in the morning and the noon and I might even go to the evening. But he said evening and morning. Why did he go evening and morning? Because it includes all night. 
Hallelujah. And it says, and he shall hear my voice. And he shall, come on now, don't go there with me again. Because some of y'all would sit there and talk on the phone all night. When you thought you loved somebody, or you was working on something. You sit there and talk all night then, praise God. What'd you say, baby? I said, I just love hearing you breathe. Well, I won't disappoint you because I will not hang up. You hang up first. Never. You first. Never. Don't y'all act like y'all know nothing about what I'm talking about. And you did that because you love Dan. Well, how much do you love God? Oh, Lord, I felt a sink. I felt a sink. Praise God. How much much do you love God? Amen. That you'll say, Lord, I'm not going to go to sleep because I'm here with you. And you're going to hear my voice all night long because I got things I want to say to you. Is anybody hearing me up in here? Turn to first, first Thessalonians chapter three. First Thessalonians chapter three. He didn't have an ear to hear. Hear what the spirit of the Lord is saying to his church. First Thessalonians chapter three. Hallelujah. Starting verse 10. It says night and day. Praying exceedingly. That I might see your face. And might perfect that which is lacking in your faith. Night and day praying exceedingly. Oh, I like that. Come on now. See, saints prayed night and day with a purpose. They just was doing stuff. See, their stated purpose for praying night and day was to see God's face. Seeing God's face, we ought to learn is to be able to get in God's presence. Seeing God's face is already we already learned is to get in his presence. And from God's faith, face shines a light. And we found out that getting in God's face also we receive direction, clarity, understanding from being in his face. So they prayed exceedingly, which means when they got there and prayed all night, they didn't like try to, you know, pray between nods and stuff like that. They prayed exceedingly. That word exceedingly right there means super abundantly, talking about in quantity, super abundantly, talking about in quantity. And in quality, it's talking about superior. And in quality, it's talking about superior, which meant that this was a superior prayer than the one that was prayed just regularly. This was a superior prayer. Come on now. I remember, let me get you a story. I remember, I remember, praise God, uh, 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 a long, long time ago. Praise God. Long, no, I ain't going to give that example. Praise God. Hey, some of y'all ain't going to be ready for that one. Praise God. But just trust me. Amen. We move on. Praise God. I hear you, Lord. Praise God. Oh, no. I listen to the Lord. Praise God. He said, <laughs> he said there's some folk up here that wouldn't be able to handle that one. So I got I to gotta hold off on that one. Praise God. We move on. I listen to God. Praise God. By implication, it means excessive. Hey, but if, if we like that, you know, come holler at the brother. You know, amen. No, seriously. <laughs> By implication, it means excessive. When he said prayed exceedingly, it means excessive. Now, this, I like this. Excessive. It's marked as excessive. See, many people, even saints, think it's excessive to pray night and day. We think it's excessive to pray all night. Excessive as in 
too much. That's why folks said, man, that's not normal. But we'll say, neither is the person who does so. Because God calls people to do non-normal things so he can be able to do through them non-normal things. You don't so ordinary and get extraordinary. You got you to so extraordinary to get extraordinary. God said, you go past your boundaries. I'll show you some stuff past those boundaries. You go past limits. I'll step limitlessly, limitlessly to you and do some stuff that's going to be past what you ever thought could be done to. Many saints say that's excessive. That ain't normal. Shoot. Neither is the person that does so. And we also know and say that sometimes neither is a situation that they might be facing. Or neither is the situation that they might be facing. Whether you in it or it's soon to come. Because the devil understands who you are. And many times he will bring some situations into the middle of your lives that ain't normal. Which means that it ain't no time for no normal prayer. Turn to 1 Timothy chapter 5, please. 1 Timothy chapter 5. Don't get nervous right here. 1 Timothy chapter 5. Sometimes there's some personal situations that hit our lives. In which we are encouraged to pray night and day. <laughs> oh, first Timothy chapter five. Look at your neighbor and say, I know you ain't been there yet, but that's all right. You, go, you know, just take good notes. Take good notes. Tell them because you're going to need them. You're going to need them. Praise God. Just take good notes. Amen. No, you ain't there yet, but take good notes. I don't know what he's talking about. I'm a man, a woman of faith. I am the righteous. Yeah. The Bible says many are the afflictions of the righteous. But the Lord will deliver us out of them all. First Timothy chapter five. We'll start reading verse five for time's sake. I'm going to just go straight to verse five. It says, now she that is a widow indeed and desolate trusteth in God and continueth in supplication and prayers night and day. Now, regardless to the personal situation that, that, that saints experience, saints are encouraged to be able to pray night and day. Now, this right here is talking about a widow. A widow. Which widow means one who's lacking a husband because of a death or something like that. They're a widow. Praise God. Now, once again, we don't think like they thought because when they thought it, they, 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 it was based upon the times that they were living in. That, 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 that phrase was written in. One of the things that you always remember is never superimpose your 20th century Americanized mentality onto a first century Eastern book. Because you got to go back to their era to find out what he was talking about. Because you look thinking in your area, in your area, this, this probably might not work too well for you. Because see, in, in biblical days, the husband was usually the source of provision for a woman. Because in those days, the woman went from her father's house to her husband's house. It wasn't all this, you know, Slangle stuff like we be doing nowadays. That didn't exist like that back then. You went from covering to covering. You went from provision to provision. God never intended no woman to go from provision to broke. That's why single ladies now say, hey, stop thinking about marrying some old broke butt brother. I don't care how cute he is. I don't care how he kissed. I don't care how many cell phones he buying a week in a week. Praise God. 
Don't be mad, no broke butt brother. Y'all like this bread, I don't care. But we love one another. Honey, love don't keep the lights on. Love might be inspiration to turn the lights off, but love, love don't keep the lights on. We move on. I'm trying to teach up in here. Praise God. Because then later on, you'd be wanting to counsel with me, waste my time, and ask me what you, what do I do with this old broke butt brother that you hooked, the one I told you don't be with in the first place. Praise God. But I'll counsel. I, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll spend the time with you because I love you. Praise God. I'm trying to save you and me some problems later on down the line. Anyway, back then, back then, when the widow, when a, a widow needed, her husband was the one that was provision. Whereas if her husband died, either his family or her family would have to become the source of provision for her. Or his family or her family would become the source of provision for her. But let's go back to verse five again. It said, now, that, now she that is a widow indeed and desolate and desolate. That word desolate right there means isolated, which means she's cut off, isolated. The inference is that this person has no other known avenue or possible provision. They have no other avenue or possibility of provision because they're both widowed and isolated, which means they ain't got, ain't, let me put it this way. Ain't no way. It, there's nothing in the natural that you can see how this can happen. There is, because see, back then, women didn't work. So that's why I say don't superimpose your 20th century Americanized mentality. Right now, you'd be like, I'll just go get me the job. Back then, it wasn't like that. This doesn't make sense. Can I put it this way? Girlfriend was between a rock and a hard place with no choice, no chance of getting out of it. Because sometimes we can be in some situations that in the natural, there's no way to get out of it. We can't go this way because that's shut down. We can't go that way because that's shut down. We can't go this way because that's shut down. We try to turn around. We can't turn around. We in a tight situation. Once again, I'm sure none of y'all ever been in no kind of tight situation where there is no natural provision, no avenue for you to be able to get nothing. But look what they were admonished to do. Now, she that is a widow indeed and desolate, trusted in God. That word trusted means expected. I like this one the best, though. Or confided. It, trusted, right there, means expected or confided, which means that she spoke her heart to God. She shared her heart with God. Lord, you know I love you. You know that I'm yours. And you also know what I'm dealing with. And you know what I'm experiencing. Where she turned her face to the wall and told God all. She confided in him. And then look what she, it says. And continued in supplication and prayer night and day. There it is. She's praying in this thing night and day. Well, that's all that we have time for today. I hope that you were blessed by what the Word of God had to say. I hope that you've seen that it's true, that God really does want to have an intimate relationship with me and you. I hope even more that you're being inspired to do what you need to do to take advantage of the pathways of increased intimacy with God that the Bible shares with us that are there for me and you. 
so that we can walk through into the awesome things that are awaiting me and you. Things that can only happen when we're in a more intimate relationship with God that's available to me and you. If you want to hit a message in its entirety, just got that at the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to send it out your way right away. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and see us. We're located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon. Thursday evenings at 645, Saturday afternoons at 430, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just go on the church office and arrange a ride. If you need a ride, we'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. You'll be blessed when you do, and we will too. And to all the business people and aspiring Christian business people in San Antonio and surrounding areas, we have something for you to do too. We invite all the Christian business people and aspiring Christian business people in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our early morning summit meeting of the Anointed to Prosper Christian Business Persons Fellowship this Saturday morning. It's an early morning breakfast fellowship that's held from 7 to 9 in the morning on the first Saturday of every month where many of the Christian business people and aspiring Christian business people in San Antonio and surrounding areas come together to fellowship and network together as well as to receive a powerful word from God that'll help them to be the successful business people that God has called them to be. Second Chronicles chapter 29 verse 20 says, Then Hezekiah the king rose early and gathered the rulers of the city and went to the house of the Lord. Don't miss this awesome opportunity to fellowship and network at this inspiring and informative meeting of the ministers of the marketplace. There's no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. So come on through. I guarantee that you'll be blessed when you do. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.